Welcome, everybody, into the Inside LAFC podcast, a very special MLS Cup playoff slash happy Halloween edition. I am Max Bretos. A lot to get to, and I'm very well accompanied, joined by Keith Costigan of Apple TV, who called the LAFC Vancouver game on Saturday night at BMO Stadium. He will call the entire series as long as it goes, get his reaction on what LAFC did well, what they have to work on in game two for them to be able to seal the deal against the Whitecaps. A little later, we'll be joined by Giorgio Chiellini, LAFC defender. Get his thought on the five-goal outburst. What fine-tuning they will require to make sure they can close things out at BC Place on Sunday. And we'll talk about something that is very near and dear to him. He loves Halloween. We'll find out, yes, what Giorgio Chiellini will be wearing on Halloween, what he is planning on doing, continuing his life in Los Angeles, and his perspective on the MLS Cup playoffs. This is Inside LAFC Podcast. Rate, review, download, subscribe, and tell a friend. Inside LAFC Pod starts right now. Welcome once again into the Inside LAFC Podcast. I am Max Bretos. Great to have you with us as we are into the MLS Cup playoffs. LAFC winning their first game, and now we look ahead to help me on that very big job. Keith Costigan of Apple TV of Fox Sports joins me. Keith called the first leg he will call the entire series as long as it goes not a bad start here for the guys in black and gold yeah it's taking me this long to get an invite onto this podcast no no, I, no it's like i gotta I call a playoff win to get an invite so that's yeah that's, that's actually thing. that's that's that should be the it's the criteria true. yeah <laughs> it's like we're only on it fair if we win not yeah i was i was impressed i think um speaking to vancouver beforehand they kept talking about hey we're gonna go toe-to-toe and i'm like I'm trying to remember like teams that have gone toe to toe with LAFC and won. I think there's there is ways to beat LAFC. Uh, probably shouldn't say that on the inside LAFC podcast, but anyway. Um, but but that's not it. So I think 45 minutes, two two, and second half, you just saw the real quality that Boanga, you know, and, and then you add in the quality on set pieces as well. I, I think in terms of having an opponent being perfect for you in terms of their setup, that was it in the opening match because. Vanny really went for it. That played into LAFC's hands, and, and they were electric in the second half. It was it was a top performance to open a playoff play. A reminder, we will be here throughout the playoffs and throughout the season for LAFC as uh, we'll, we'll see how far they go. But very as we saw from this game on Saturday, very optimistic start. And LAFC, who have dealt with uh, health issues, with a busy, busy schedule, both those things are on their side here as they head into this business end. I'm going to talk a little bit more about the game, Keith, but something that you mentioned about how Vancouver went for it. And there were some criticisms about the MLS Cup playoffs. It's a new format. This is a new era for the league, not only with its relationship with Apple TV, uh, its relationship with Liga MX, the arrival of Lionel Messi. And these expanded playoffs are part of it. And, you know, I'm a, and, and for me, whether you want to be critical or not, I always say, let's give it a look. Let's give it a look. Let's give it a yeah. test drive. And then we can have a conversation afterwards. I think one of the things people were afraid were the lower seeds playing for penalties, perhaps bunkering down. We saw a little bit of that, but we haven't seen a series go to a penalty other than a wild card matchup. And we're recording this on Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone. October 31st. Uh, we have Giorgio Chiellini, by the way. I forgot to mention that. Giorgio Chiellini will be joining us here on the Inside LAFC podcast to join us. And we will talk about the game. We will talk about Halloween. 
like so many non-Americans, like my friend Keith Costigan, who really is, you are full-on American now, Keith, right? Yeah, I'm there. I'm, I've spent more years here than I did in Ireland. So what does that mean? Is it like, I'm You're still Irish. Yeah, I'm American. Okay. No, okay. <laughs> no longer Irish. Uh, they love Halloween. We'll talk to Giorgio. Uh, you're going to hear exactly. He has some big plans for Halloween. And we'll talk about the Vancouver game. And we'll talk about MLS as well because he's a big fan, as you know, of the league and the playoff format. What about the playoff format for you, Keith? I thought I'd be, we didn't see these teams bunker. I was calling the Seattle-Dallas. Dallas obviously let Seattle play with the ball, but they picked their spots. We saw it happen. Sporting went for it. They got a big win in St. Louis, and we'll talk a little bit more about MLS Cup playoffs. But that that uh, that thought process that people said, okay, we might get a certain kind of game. I didn't really see much of that in those opening rounds. No, I, I mean, I... People are going to complain no matter what you do, right? Oh, it's the same format. I'm complaining. And then it's like, oh, there's some complaints out there. I, I'm i with you. you. You don't complain about something until if there's a new idea, let's go through it. Let's at the end of the season assess how it went. But I kind of like the idea now going into game two for some of these teams. It's, it's win or bust. Like Vancouver has to win this weekend or the season's over. And if they do win and they go all out to win, LAFC, who are the higher seeds, still get that, you know, that – third game at home. So they've earned that right. No, I, I like the format. I enjoyed the, the first set of games. I, I enjoyed the, the game that I did. I thought Vancouver went for it. I enjoyed, you know, watching Seattle-Dallas last night, which which you were on. Um, you, you know, SKC maybe the only team to pull out a, an upset in that first round. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the, the complaints can be until afterwards when we completed it and we talked to the relevant people. But I enjoyed every game so far. Let's go through it. Let's have that conversation at the end. Yeah. I've never heard a complaint from Keith ever. <laughs> I complain about everything, by the way. I complain about the complainers. That's, not, that's what I do. That's okay. You could do that. Let's circle, let's circle back to LAFC. We, we we talked about some of the key. Let's talk about some of the key issues that occurred here in this matchup. Five goals is huge. LAFC had that patch in September where it was four games where they didn't score a goal. That seems well behind them. I think they've had 15 goals in their last four games. This is their second five-goal outburst. So goal scoring is back on the menu, and they look very dangerous. And I, in particular, the set pieces, and it's been well-documented for the five goals coming off set pieces. If you go to LAFC's uh, social media pages, you'll see how Carlos Vela and Denny Buwanga Talked about what they could do on that one free kick where the ball was rolled out to Denny Buwanga. He gets two goals. Set pieces in the playoffs in particular are such a game changer. And LAFC, not to say that they're going to keep doing that, but they look dangerous in here. They're throwing defenders up there. Ryan Holling says getting scoring a couple goals. Uh, just seeing how they crafted these set pieces, where do you think the this this effort from LAFC is at? I, I think it's really good. I, I think the concern for me, and it'd be interesting to hear Giorgio's comments on this as being a part of the team, is I've seen these perform. When I watch LAFC like this, I'm saying nobody can nobody can compete with them. You know, we talk as commentators, you know, amongst ourselves, and we go, look, the West still goes through LA because they are the defending champions. And on their day, you see a performance like that five goals. But we get these stat packs before games, and, and you hear the last seven wins, 31 goals. Uh, in the other 13 games, where I think it was six ties and, and uh, seven losses, eight goals. So how do we go from being that prolific to being that anemic in front of goal? It, I don't understand it. And, um, you know, that's going to be the, the question for me is if a team comes in with a game plan, very, uh, very unlike what Vancouver did, which is go for it. 
a team sits in, bunkers in, and looks to transition against LAFC, can they be as prolific then? I still think they can. I still think they're the team to beat in the West for sure. But the fact that it's been up and down the last few months, that would be, I mean, I guess the one concern if I'm a, you know, a coaching staff member or a fan watching this because one game, great. Next game, not as prolific. Jesus Murillo scoring that last goal also off a set piece. So defenders getting three of the first three of the five goals uh, to ask you about Denny Buwanga. We talked about it last week and he, he wins the golden boot. He wins the golden boot. Then he gets two more goals. This is a, a really rarefied air stretch that Denny Buwanga's in and the two goals. And of course, LAFC is a club that's only been around since 2018, but he is now the all-time leading playoff scorer for the club. And that number is going to continue up. It feels like every time he takes the field, he's good for a goal. Yeah. Uh, and the fear uh, for opponents is that it could be two or it could be three. You got a close look at him. And I know you probably saw a lot coming into that game in the playoffs where he's scoring hat tricks, four hat tricks this season. Uh, braces here along the way. Uh, that is, this is a guy that is, uh, is play, playing at a very high clip, but has to be universally feared in this league, especially in this club, in this playoff format. Yeah, incredible play. I mean, the, the biggest compliment I could pay him is when he cut inside for the goal that he, he curled into the top corner. Now, he didn't just curl it in, by the way. He, he rifled like, I mean, it was so well hit. In my head, I thought automatic, it's a goal. The minute he's in, and this is edge of the box, still so much work to do. And that's how good he is in those transition moments. Um, I, I remember um, I was at Anfield during Mo Salas for a season at Liverpool. And against Roma, there was these moments where the hairs on the back of your neck stood up because when he got in that position, you're like, go. I feel that way with Bowanga in this league. Um, I know, look, I voted Lucho Acosta as the, the MVP because I thought he was the best player over the course of the season. But in terms of a, a killer in front of goal, I, I don't think there's any doubt that Denny Bowang is that man. Um, and he only needs a second. He only needs a yard of space. And the, the one thing we spoke about on the call uh, with Dunny, and I spoke with Mo a lot about this before we, we were, we were going to do the game, is ability. You ever watch when he passes the ball? He's already moving into the space. He's already almost behind the defender as he's playing the ball. I don't think anybody in MLS does that better than him. When you're you've called enough of his games, it, it, it's a joy to cover him. He's, he's a top top player. Well, I also remember that the Inter Miami game, the much documented yeah. clip where he didn't pass it to Carlos Vela, and I wonder if a lot of good came out of that because it seems like him and Vela in particular are really on the same wavelength. We see Buanga still scoring a lot of goals, but passing and getting teammates involved too. He he's he's been good all season. But there, he's adding parts to his game that makes him more dangerous, makes the club more dangerous along the way too. Yeah, I, I think I think that moment with Vela, we overblow those things because oh, players are in the yeah, like in the in the dressing room, it's like, hey, I should I was on, you should have played it. Okay, next one. And then it's like two months later, we're still hey, I, no, they're not. These are top these are top players. Um, I will say this about Vela. Vela's that like sneaky, like he he's gone from being Batman to being Robin, um, you know, and he, he's done it seamlessly. He's, you know, if Bowanga isn't firing in, uh, for any reason in the game, what a, what a, what another player to have on the field in terms of Vela. Um, I, he's not as prolific as he was three, four years ago, but he still has the ability to change a game, you know, in, in the top handful of players in Major League Soccer. So I give Carlos Vela a lot of credit um, for kind of facilitating, understanding that role change. 
Um, and, and as a tandem, they're they're incredible. I will say that the movement of the front three. So the front three the other day, it started Kiki Oliveira was on the right, Boango was on the left, Velo was in the middle. I looked down at my notes. I looked back up. It was like all three were in different positions already. And there's it, there never seems to be a moment where I want you go central. I, I want to go. They have a great understanding together. Um, so that that moment blown up by people like uh, like you and me who like to make big things of these things. Um, we got to. That, yeah, we have to. We got we got something to talk about. But that front three looks like they have a great understanding together. I love the Batman and Robin analogy. And Vela looks happy. He played every he played some t minutes in every MLS game, and now he's off and running yeah. in the MLS Cup playoffs. We get ready for the second leg, Keith. This will be the third trip for LAFC up there. There you see it's Sunday, November 5th, 4.30. Check your local times. We know a lot of supporters will be making their way up to Vancouver. It's a beautiful part of North America. Enjoy it. I'm, I'm sure Keith will be enjoying it as well. And this is going to be – it's a tough place to play and get a result. But LAFC have gotten results. They won in the CONCACAF Champions League, now known as the CONCACAF Champions Cup. I can't wait to when I – I can stop saying that, League Cup. It will it'll come soon enough. They got a point on decision day, two penalty saves for Maxime Crapo. As someone who follows LAFC, I, I feel confident about where they are, but I know in my mind where LAFC have lost every year, I think, other than 2018 when they've gone to BC Place, getting a result there three times seems like a very tall order, and the Whitecap season is on the line. I think LAFC are going to go there with the right mindset. They want to finish this. They don't want to go to a third game a few days later. But it's not going to be easy. And I think the book would say that Vancouver gets a result here because that's what they do. They've had a very good season, and they're very good at home. Yeah, I I, I, know, I know what people are going to say about Vancouver and how well they've played, and they won uh, at BMO earlier in the season. But if you, if you look at the lineups that day, very different LAFC lineup uh, that was involved uh, then. Issues defensively in midfield, a couple of players that don't don't generally play. I I I'm worried about Vancouver. I really am because I think you know how well they played in that first half and then they got blown out in the second. I don't I don't all of a sudden see them turning around and finding a balance in this game to be like, hey, we're going to be just as good going forward, but we're also going to stop this transition play. Um, I, I think I think LAFC feel like they have Vancouver in the position they want. They don't want to go to a game three, by the way. Like, like, let's get that out of the way for certain. Uh, I think what we saw in the first game, you know, when you know when you see boxing fights, when the the, the first fight is kind of close, but it's a big knockout. The second fight is always quicker because they felt the power. That unfortunately, that's how I feel about this game for Vancouver. I think I think LAFC have shown their knockout power in that first matchup. They did it in Concacaf Champions League. Concacaf Champions Cup, whatever you want to call it, early in the season, um, I, I, I think they're going to beat Vancouver. I think it's going to be a very entertaining game. Um, you know, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to calling it, but I think ultimately LAFC get the win. It's a great point, Keith. And I, I, we were, I was down at the field. I went down there, and you could see it etched on Vanny Sartini's face and the white cap players. And it, it goes back to what we said about this playoff format. These lower seeds, these teams that start on the road, invested a lot to win game one because they know if they fall down a game, yeah. even though they have a home game, they have to come back here. They all wanted to win game one. Dallas wanted to win game one. Salt Lake wanted to win game one. And obviously sporting Kansas city, just looking at the Western conference, they wanted to win game one. And I get the feeling with 
notwithstanding we're sporting Kansas City, we're St. Louis City, a bit of an outlier as they headed into the playoffs really uh, on, on the down, that those those first game efforts may swipe these teams out here in a, in a best of three where it could be two game series across the board. I get the feeling we'll see that. And you certainly feel that is in Vancouver. Uh, LAFC also have Maxime Crepeau, Mark Dos Santos, really well poised to finish the deal. I guess we can spin it a little bit towards the playoffs. Uh, that is some, that's an observation that I made because we were wanting to see how this playoff format uh, will work. My guess, let's look at the, the two seed Seattle, the three seed LAFC and the four seed Houston. I think they all win in two games because of the investment made by the lower seeds in those first games. Yeah, I I, I can see that. Um, I'm I'm interested in seeing the West. How like you know in other in other countries you have the 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 draw resets after round one, and the higher seed gets the lowest seed left in the group. But we have brackets instead. So I I'm I'm looking at this. I think I had RSL going through. I, I'm still not ruling out RSL. Um, I think Houston were good in that game. I think that goes. I, I think that goes three games. I think RSL at home will get a result in that one. But if you look at that next round, Seattle against LAFC is going to be mammoth if, if that happens. But you have SKC who are red hot. Remember, they didn't win in the first ten games. So you take that out and you, you make a league table. They're probably top two or three in the league. They play against you know a, a Houston or an RSL. <sighs> Look, I, I I have a sneaky feeling we're going to see SKC a little bit longer in the playoffs than many people felt. Um, so the West, uh, the, the the East is crazy because I think the East has been strong in terms of the top four or five all year. But the West all of a sudden has become really, really competitive. I, I, I don't know if I felt comfortable picking a team that's going to be, you know, the last one standing in the West right now. In the East, Cincinnati win convincingly the first game. And again, there's no away goals or anything. It's win, and now it flips over yeah. to game two. Philadelphia win their game convincingly over New England, and Orlando uh, able to get the goal uh, from Willie Cartagena. Uh, we'll find out about Columbus, Atlanta. We're recording this on a Tuesday. That game is on a Wednesday. I will say this, and we'll talk about it more once these games, but Seattle and LAFC, the, the supporters – of LAC will remember 2019, that special season where Seattle came in here, beat them in the Western Conference. I was on the field. Then, I, was on the field. <laughs> I, I was up in Seattle, man, and they were talking about that as such a special year because that year they beat Dallas in extra time to move on to face LAFC, and then they won yeah. MLS Cup. They won uh, their, their second MLS Cup. This – LAFC play well up in Seattle. If it does turn, I know we should be spinning it forward like this, but when we're looking for those marquee matchups, uh, we always look for the, the, the rivalry games, Seattle, Portland, LAFC galaxy, uh, sporting Kansas city. St. Louis was one in the playoffs, but one that's not necessarily a direct rival. I don't think you can top LAFC Seattle. And I know we'll talk about to Giorgio Chiellini about, Maybe we'll, I know he doesn't want to spin it forward, but uh, LAFC would love to host that game. I would say what makes it even more special is to play it up there. And the historical significance of LAFC being able to win there would make it, to me, would be, regardless of how it turns out, a tight, one of the all-timers for MLS. And we're one step closer. We're two steps closer there because yeah. Seattle and LAFC were able to win their games. Yeah, I hope you're not trying to get me to say like something 
positive here when it's LAFC against Seattle because I, I remember. Oh, we have it. We'll have if it gets there. We'll have a dinner tab there, Keith. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I, I remember 2019. Yeah, it's funny. I, I mean, I could be really rude here and say we could have while Seattle and LAFC play the Galaxy and Portland, their fans could get together because they got nothing to do right now, do they? They're they're not. You know, they're just like neutral. Well, you like, said it. Oh, well, yeah, there you go. At least, uh, at least our clubs are in the playoffs in that regard. So, no, it, it would be a great matchup. But don't rule out Dallas. Uh, you know, nine games without defeat to end the season. A lot, of, a lot of them were draws. They're going to be difficult at home. Look, and if Ferreira takes that early chance last night, that's a different game as well. Um, sure. So, so I'm not ruling them out. I, I give Dallas more of a, a puncher's chance than I do Vancouver in terms of getting a result in game two. Um, but yeah, I, I just think with all of that going on. SKC are on the other side going, yeah, don't worry about it. We'll, uh, we'll move quietly along. And after the start they've had and, and to get here, just watch them because I, I think they're a team that can do damage in the West. They are loaded. And the way they handle that first leg, uh, I, I would love to see St. Louis City get back in there, but they have a tall order in front of them. But these we're trying to get people excited about MLS Cup playoffs. I'm excited. You're excited. I think we did we did the job here, Keith. There's a lot of exciting games. And we won't overlook Vancouver. We won't overlook FC Dallas. Uh, that's what these second legs are for. Because if they win, it's a new ball game. If L- if Vancouver beats LAFC up there, we'll focus on that one. Uh, Vancouver come back down to LA, and they have a lot of momentum. And LAFC is probably saying, "Why don't we just wrap this up?" It, it's going to be uncomfortable for them if it gets to that point. Yeah, storylines is what we wanted. Now, game two, we have teams who know win or you're done. That's it. I mean, what more do you want? You will hear Keith at least one more time, possibly two more times, based on how that series go. Him and Mo Adu. Uh, congratulations to Mo too. He's he's, he's added to the Adu family. We're very happy to say <laughs> that. Uh, and, and you will see that again Saturday, November the fifth, or Sunday, November the fifth, four thirty local time. Keith Costigan will stay with us. We will have the one and only, the great Giorgio Chiellini, join the Inside LAFC podcast to talk about the game in leg one against Vancouver to preview the second game and to talk about something near and dear to him. Yes, Halloween, the best holiday. You get to spend it with your kids. Enjoy every moment. We'll be back with Giorgio and Keith on Inside LAFC Podcast next. We're back here on Inside LAFC Podcast. Thrilled to be joined by the one and only Giorgio Chiellini, who is very superstitious. He, uh, he he brought up that I called the Sounders game and uh, we want to get LAFC a home game in the semis. So he's not happy with me, but he loves Keith because Keith called the <laughs> LAFC game. I, Thanks I for joining that. us. Georgia, what about that game? That I saw you afterwards. Everyone was very happy. Five goals. Uh, it, it, the execution was certainly there. What Looking away after that performance, uh, where where do you where does that performance stand, and where do you feel as a as a group uh, after your first playoff game? I think that we have to be happy because first game of playoffs is always dangerous. Uh, we knew about the importance of the game. We knew everything we faced also Vancouver uh, the the week before. Then we know the difficulties that we could have during the game. Uh, we wasn't perfect. But, but we was uh, effective and we were and we were um, consensus. Uh, I mean, uh, we were very concentrated in set pieces. Uh, we did some mistakes, but at the end we were focused in order to maintain the right balance, to be solid. Uh, and at the end, 
uh, we we earned some points from from set pieces for sure we we could play better because uh, i think was not our best performance well, but was a solid performance and the best way to start the playoff uh, now we would like to close the series will not will not easy because we we know that vancouver is a, a good team uh, at home especially they're very able to to use uh, their, their strength uh, they are, can they have a good forwards, uh, good winger, they are very able to fill the box. Uh, uh, it's not easy because when you do some mistakes, they, they, they will punish you. But, but our job is try to to close the series and let's go to and go to the next round. Giorgio, as Max mentioned, I was on the call and when you guys are on, you're on. You score goals, you create chances, but there seems to be either a lot of goals or, or no goals in, in the games over recent weeks. Why is there such a, a big difference in, in performance levels? I, I think that we are a team that need to train and rest. We are a team that uh, it's very dangerous with a full week, but also we are a team that yeah is not able to play consistently every three days. Unfortunately, for the most part of the season, we played every three days in our way of playing uh, for sure is very effective when when we have pressure, when we run more than the other, when our rhythm is very high. Playing every two days with the, with the travel that we made uh, and everything was uh, weird in this season and the tightness we have, uh, some injuries, all this stuff was not so easy, but I think that I uh, arrived third in the West, very close till the end to the second spot, but and not so far from the first pass was a huge result for us considering what we have done during the season. Uh, now, uh, I think that we are in a good shape. Uh, everyone uh, is available now and hopefully uh, we maintain most of the uh, roster available for, for, for the next weeks. Uh, and, and I think that when we play our way of soccer, we, we, we were really a good, good, good team. You mentioned on it wasn't perfect. What do you guys want to work on here, knowing it's going to be tougher in Vancouver? Their, their season is on the line. You're going to get – you got a good shot from them on Saturday, but you're going to get the very best shot. But what are those things that you guys want to work on to when, make sure that you can end that series? When you score two goals and uh, you went uh, two times in advantage, you cannot – for me to this two type of goals uh, is something that we have to fix. Fortunately, we were able during the first at the end of the first half to settle another time to rest a little bit to focus on the right things to do. And we started very well the second half, and we were very uh, good uh, in the second half. But at this level, uh, an easy mistakes uh, could ruin uh, the whole season. That's uh, we don't have care about that, but we have to be uh, aware of this thing. You, you were telling Max, Giorgio, uh, beforehand that you were watching the Seattle game last night, listening to Max on the game. Um, I'm sure you've watched a number of the MLS playoff games this weekend. Is there any one team in particular that impressed you with the performance over the first round of the playoffs? Impressed? No, because I knew... <laughs> impressed? No, because I knew this, this team. 
I expected since he uh, since he was in, impressive the whole year, not just now. Uh, I think is the really uh, favorite for for the MLS Cup because at the end they, they were first the whole season by far. Uh, they play all the game at home. Uh, if they advance, then yeah, I, I know that Philly will be a good opponents, uh, Columbus or Orlando, I don't know. I think that Col Columbus has to play, but uh, every opponent in the East uh, could be very dangerous for Cincy, but Cincy has uh, something more. Uh, but we'll see, game are, are strange. Uh, if you watch it, Philly against New England, the first 15 million New England deserved to score minimum one goal, maybe two. And after 10 minutes more, they were losing 2-0 and they risk to, to concede five goals. Uh, soccer is crazy. Everything could change in a few minutes and with few episodes. Then, But I think that on, on the East, since he was uh, the real favorite uh, for, for, for the final. Giorgio, there were six playoff games prior to us recording this. How many of them did you watch? Uh, obviously, five, not including the no, LAFC game. I, 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 full? No, full, no. I didn't uh, watch full games, but I watched uh, all the highlights and a couple of full games. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and you're going to watch Columbus Atlanta, I'm sure, on Wednesday if you have a little free time. Yeah, I think I, I don't know the exact time is the oldest, but east west, but at the end is uh, I think it's uh, Wednesday afternoon, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. I could watch it. I could watch it. <laughs> Giorgio, in, in between all this, it's a big holiday all over the world this week. Halloween. I'm from Ireland. You're from Italy. In Ireland, they do it big. In America, it's just for me ten times bigger. People's houses. I mean, I, I'm told you love Halloween. What, what are you doing this week to celebrate it? Amazing. Halloween here is amazing. I'm yeah. I'm planning to uh, go trick or treat for, uh, with my daughters. Uh, wearing, uh, I will be a um, Jack Sparrow. Caribbean. Oh, <laughs> take photos. Take yeah. photos. Last year I was the the jigsaw. <laughs> the jigsaw. Yeah. The jigsaw from Saw. Yeah, yeah, from Saw. Yeah. yeah. That I don't know if I want to answer the door to that. The jigsaw. <laughs> Do they sell this is, is in Italy? Is it a big deal uh, or is it small? Little, last year, a little bit more, but yeah, not comparable to here. Yeah, it, it's still so small in Italy, maybe just a school. And uh, if you go to the city center a little bit to do three countries in the afternoon, you could find someone, but it's yeah, it's not comparable. Uh, my, my girls are so excited uh, this morning and this week so because at the end, started from the end of September. It's not just the last weeks. Uh, Halloween started uh, one month ago. Uh, we, we, Were they we dressing up in September? They get they get practice. No, they get their not practice. me. They're my, no, my not you. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> what what are the girls going to dress up as? Uh, this morning they were Barbie and Tinkerbell. Oh. <laughs> I will say this, Giorgio. Uh, I have friends who, you know, it's very. I'm. I mentioned on the broadcast. I'm glad there's no games on Tuesday because so many of the players want to go out. And I would say trick or treating with your kids is the most special thing a, a parents can do, and you will never forget it. I remember every year when my son was one, two, every costume photograph. You asked me, I can remember. <laughs> and uh, it's you. You've got to enjoy it. I'm glad you're getting to able to enjoy it. You got to make it. Your, your next thing 
is to make it a bigger deal in Italy. That's your big job in the future. Okay, okay, I, I will try to do it. <laughs> Jojo, you know you know Max really well, more so than, than we know yeah. each other. If you were to pick an outfit for Max to dress up in for Halloween, who do you think uh, Max should be? Who, who would be the perfect fit for Max? Joker. Yeah. Joker, wow. <laughs> he'd be a good Joker. I did a very good Freddie Mercury a couple years ago. Okay. I'll show you when I see you again. <laughs> this year I didn't dress. Do you have a favorite candy? No, 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 not so much. <laughs> I like sweet, but not so much candies. Chocolate, more chocolate? Or no, more, uh, no, no, chocolate, not so much. Uh, more, um, uh, yeah, I like cake or biscuits, something that. What, by the way, a, a little pivot from Halloween. What, what have you been enjoying about the things in Los Angeles to do and go out and to eat? Uh, have you I, have you been exploring more of the cuisine? I know I talked to you about this in the past, but are there some places that you've picked out that are favorites for the Chiellinis? Now, a lot of Italian restaurants that I've tried for sure, but, but I like the Mexican cuisine. Uh, yeah, and here, uh, yeah, we play at home. Then it's so easy to find a good Mexican restaurant. Uh, I tried the Korean barbecue. Uh, so nice. Uh, the the Thai Thai restaurant. My mom grew up in Thailand, and uh, she liked a lot. Uh, and uh, I always I also tried uh, this type of uh, cuisine. But yeah, I'm enjoying my every culture here. I'm enjoying discovering new things. A lot of things to do with the girls. Uh, Every weekend, if you want, uh, uh, it, it's a beautiful experience. Do, do you feel, Giorgio, if you do? I love Italian food. Um, I go to Italy. I try to go to Italy once every couple of years. Is it difficult to go when you're when you're away from home and eat Italian food because you're comparing to how good it is back home? Is that why you try no. other? No, to be honest, no. Uh, it's harder maybe find some. Uh, things to cook at home than to find a good restaurant that uh, uh, Italian good restaurant. We have a lot, good enough. Are you are you a good chef? Uh, no, no, no. My wife. <laughs> I take care of the kitchen before <laughs> in the kitchen and trying to help in the family, but not a good uh, chef. <laughs> Did you ever have Mexican food in Italy? Are there good Mexican restaurants? Yeah, there? but it's not real Mexican. It's more American Mexican. Uh, it's something that. Is, is not the same. It's not the same. You like spicy? Not so much. Not so much. Okay. No. No. Well, Brian, uh, by the way, Giorgio, uh, I know just getting back to uh, to soccer and football, and I, 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 it's it's exciting to talk to you because I know you you love the playoffs. But going up into Vancouver and you played there a couple of weeks ago on the turf, that's obviously challenging. Um, as we get older, it's harder to play on there too because of the absorbent part of the uh, – of the surface what is the what what is how do you prepare for that knowing that you're going to be a big part of this effort yeah we know how much is difficult playing Vancouver. we we played yeah this year cup just a couple of times uh, because we played also in champions league there now now playoff we we played last year uh, we know that it's a bit a little bit different the way of play uh, everything uh, the stadium was closed. Uh, then we have to uh, be very concentrated. Uh, we have to avoid uh, mistake. To don't be sure of any balls because uh, a mistake could be yeah really uh, really uh, close. Uh, but also we we have to try to 
to play a little bit better than in the last regular season game. We have to find much more our winger. We did a little bit better job during the game in LA. In LA. Uh, they try to play in a very offensive way in order to recover the ball and do transition very fast. Uh, but if you are, will be able to find our winger in the right spot, we could be very dangerous for them and uh, win and close this series. Just on that, Vancouver, we'd spoken with Vanny, uh, their coach, and he yeah. had said, look, I, I, I want to go. He's such a, a great character. Do you yes. think that they're going to adjust um, in terms of the way they play? Because as the game wore on, Boanga had more space, Oliveira had more space. Do you expect a more defensive approach, I, even though they're no, Defensively, no. I think that they have a couple of solutions, uh, different of what they did in, uh, in LA. Uh, they protect very well the, the middle. They are very able to close uh, some pass and force you to do mistakes, recover ball and do in transition. They have one of the best number 10 and one of the most undervalued player in the league that is Ryan Gold for me. Uh, Brian White is a very good forward and they have a winger very fast, midfielder that can fill the box. Then that six uh, players are ready to, to go in transition and score. One, one we want to avoid is really that. Uh, we were able to do it in the first half in Vancouver, just a couple of uh, uh, mistakes. We weren't able to do in the second half in, in Vancouver. Where we were too stretched. We couldn't see too many balls and transition ball in the space and transition at the end. They uh, scored, they, they created the penalty uh, and some other situation that we risked too much. Uh, they they have also Hoylet in the bench that could be uh, not a surprise but a solution uh, and we'll see we, we, we will be prepared for both their solution uh, and we will try to play our football to play as LAFC does uh, in, in the last years uh, and to be very effective in, in our verticality and this is I know it's a best of three, Giorgio, but the mindset is to go there and wrap this thing up and then get ready for the semis. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, yes. <laughs> well, Giorgio, as always, it's great to talk. We, I, I always reiterate how valuable it is to have you because you, you really love MLS. and You can see it. You know the players. You know the clubs. And you love playing here as well. And make sure lots of photos. We want to see your your Jack okay, Sparrow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I I'll send you a Pirates photo. Uh, <laughs> I have a feeling you're going to knock it out of the park. I feel like you're going to do good. Uh, thank, Giorgio you thank you, Giorgio. Thank you, Giorgio. Giorgio Kilini joining us. I want to thank Keith Costigan, always a top pro here and jumping here on Inside LAFC Podcast. Have a great call on Sunday uh, up in Vancouver and stamp your passport, Keith. Yes, sir. And hopefully, and Georgia won't be in his costume still, but maybe he okay. is for the second leg. Uh, after the game, for uh, in order to play just if you win. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting the, the MLS Cup playoffs get better every time. We appreciate all of you guys for tuning in. As always, rate, review, download, subscribe, tell a friend of Inside LAFC Podcast. We'll be back to recap the second leg in Vancouver and hopefully talk about the conference semifinals. We'll see you then.